I want to know who is the man? Hayden Wright. Whose world is this? Hayden Wright. Who stands in your way? The Undertaker. Who goes down tonight? The Undertaker. Keep that in mind. I'm gonna get your jacket. I'll be right back. I'm back with my jacket. I like your poetry. And I like what you do to babies. I'll see you later. I'll see you soon, Schmitzky. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 67 of the RA Era podcast, the only place that deciphered and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and finally fucking delivered us Maven in the main event as it is time for Survivor Series 2004. As always, I am Dave and as always, joining me is Big Sexy Michael Rag. Are you ready? We've finally got here. It's been a long time coming. A very long time coming. But Too Maven long. is now in the main event. Where he, where he belongs. It's just a shame. 
not scooting, well, I'd scoot him right to the end. Uh, it's just a shame that we don't get his entrance, like with his theme music and everything. Yeah. We get, no, you can beat Mervyn, Mervyn, but we're going to beat you up and you're going to be the one to get in the hero's response. And it's such a flat response when Mervyn comes out. Yeah, but he does get some time to shine. Oh, he shines. Oh, he shines. At least fucking Snitsky with a shiner and all. Fucking good lad. But anyway, it is Survivor Series 2004. It's November the 14th. We are live from the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. There is 7,500 people in attendance, which is a very low number. Especially for Survivor a Survivor Series. Yeah, massive. Um, now, that's how many people in the arena, but Michael, how many bodied at home? Now, cast your mind back to 2002 Survivor Series, the first Survivor Series we covered on our journey. MSG. That had, th- had 346,000 buys. One year later, uh, 2003, that had 450,000 buys. 2004's edition has 325,000 buys. It's so far the worst bought one that we've done. Yeah, it wasn't really a Survivor Series. It was an average pay-per-view with two Survivor Series matches. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Now, as always, Mike watched on the network, which had a runtime of two hours, 36 minutes and two seconds. And I watched the WWE Home Video Silver Vision uh, DVD, which had a runtime of two hours, 37 minutes and 56 seconds. So nearly two minutes. Now, I know what you're asking. What are them two minutes? Well... We got um, three quarters away into the pay-per-view. We got an advert for Tribute to the Troops. It's returning this year, which I'm watching that thinking, so what's bad about that? Why have we got rid of that from the network? And then you hear the backing track. Uh, it's won by Creed. Uh, that starts playing. And then they advertise it at the end, saying that that's the theme tune for Tribute to the Troops. So That's obviously... an old song from 2004, because Creed had well disbanded by this point, because they became out of the bridge. Oh, did they? Yeah, just oh, different singer. Something I never knew. Uh, but yes, yeah, so obviously Vince is not willing to pay for Creed, so that's where the two minutes come Don't from. Don't blame him. <laughs> but also on the DVD, we got a few extras as always. Uh, we got a promo for Taker versus Heidenreich. Uh, we got a promos for Raw's Survivor Series five on f- uh, four on four. Um, we got top five matches. That's all it said. So I thought, hmm, could this be like top five matches in Survivor Series? This could be quite cool. This you click it, and what happens? You get a promo for the remaining like five matches on the card. <laughs> <laughs> Papa let me down. Um, and we also got a, f- a music video for tonight's theme music, Michael, which is Ugly by the X's. The X's? Yeah, de- it sounded decent, but I couldn't understand the fucking word he was singing. I, I quite liked it. It's, it's one of my favourite tracks we've had on the I like the music so far. for it, though. I think it's brilliant. It's just got such a WWE pay-per-view feel to it. Yeah. It's like, it was, it was like it, it's been written for this reason. Ex- that's why I love about this area of music. Like, oh, it's what's, some great what's the mania theme for this year? What's that shit? How can you get hyped up for that? <laughs> it's been the same for years, though. It's been, I'm surprised they've not like had Bad Bunny do the theme for Mania. Yeah, that makes sense. As as he's the one scrapping. Have you? Did you see on on Raw or SmackDown or whichever fucking SmackDown? One of them dickhead YouTube knobheads who think he's a boxer. Oh, look! Yeah, they oh, even called him God. Credible Boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the thing is though, in WWE they've always done it. Anything that's remotely fucking relevant, remotely yeah. relevant, they'll jump on the back of it. And let's be right, the the the, the Paul brothers, is it Logan and the other one? Logan and Jake. That's it. Which was the one that posted the video of the dead guy in the woods? Logan. Is that the one that's being yeah. on SmackDown? Yeah. Ah, oh, stay 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 classy, Vince. Stay <laughs> fucking classy. Jeez, I thought it'd at least be the other one. Fuck me. 
I'm not a fan of either of them. No, I, I can't say. Apart from the uh, the picture of the dead guy in the woods, I can't say I'm familiar. Apart from being, being YouTubers, I don't know what they're. He had that I'm, boxing I'm match with the YouTuber. Work. Yeah, I know one of them scrapped with KSI. Yeah. I'm familiar with KSI because he, he, he plays FIFA on Facebook. That's his job. <laughs> oh, the, if only to be paid to play FIFA on Facebook. That is a decent You can't fault him. And he's like a gazillionaire. They all are. It's yeah. crazy. The YouTube. They are fucking gazillionaires. Um, also on the DVD, Michael, we got um, a backstage promo. <laughs> JBL's getting tendered to for his cut. Triple H walks in uh, and asks for the tape to be cut off his wrist. Uh, JB goes, what are you doing? <laughs> Triple H goes, hey, wait your turn, kid. <laughs> who, are you t- who are you saying, kid? I'm going to be a champion. Triple H goes, well, I'm world champion. Because it's got the word world in it. And JB goes, well, WWE, that's world as well. So they have a bit of a thing. I'm the world champion. I'm the world, cha- I'm the world champion. <laughs> Which is quite funny. I don't know why they- that wasn't put. On the on the pay per view, but I suppose that's why they make you buy the DVD. And speaking yep. of buying the DVD, this one's the best one so far. This DVD, this copy of Survivor Series, cost three pounds fifty off eBay. Chiching, bargain, absolutely. Just wait for till, the Triple H JPL segment alone, it sounds I, like. Wait till I sell it for a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, finally, on the DVD extras, uh, we got Carlito versus Cena from SmackDown for the US title, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but what we didn't get was any Sunday Night Heat, any of it. And speaking of Sunday Night Heat, Michael, did you watch the pre-show? Oh, I watched the uh, the one match that was on there. You know, the rematch from the rematches that we've had on Raw for the last few weeks. Yes. Bellens versus Superheroes, and with JR and King on commentary on Heat. This is how very rare you watch the pre-shows. Because this is, this is happens. If it's on SmackDown, Colin Taz take over. If it's like normal velocity or normal heat, then yeah, it's, it's fucking Bill DeMott and the gang um, and the coach and everybody. But uh, yeah, but on, on pre-shows, it's a big fight feel, mate. JR and King, they're like, fucking hell, it's like Raw again. But I did like the stage. Yes. What did you think to the stage? So we got six video screens all set yeah, up like on the stage. Very simple. But very effective. I liked how they were showing the um, off the poster or the DVD cover. Mm. We had like the cartoon caricatures I love that of all design. the wrestlers. I think because I think they were doing the comics at this time as well. Yeah, I was love how they were showing them on the video screens as the superstars were making their entrances. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, Michael, already we are five seconds into JR saying "Welcome to Survivor Series," and I see sign of the night. Now, if you've not got a sign, a piece of paper big enough to make a four-letter word. Grab two pieces of A4 and put M-I and an arrow pointing down on one and K and E and an arrow pointing down on the other. Hold it up and that tells the world that you're called Mike. <laughs> Straight away, fucking add me or I had to pause the DVD and I'm fucking yes. That's the sort of sign I look for when I look for my sign of the night. Fucking brilliant. That is just some Home Depot bullshit <laughs> right there. <laughs> MacGruber right there. And, yeah. And then we get this weird camera cut angle uh, to, to start the show. It's like we're, someone sat on a, uh, do you know, like a referee at a tennis match? Sat mm. upon it. Or fucking lifeguard at a beach. Sat on a really high ladder on a bird's eye view at an angle, looking down at all three commentary tables as we saw SmackDown, Rose, and our favourite Spanish announcers. Um, I just thought, yeah, very different. Just I know it's 
I, I think it's just because I I don't like change. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, uh, it confused like me it. why JR and King were at ringside. And not on the stage. Because they were at stage at SummerSlam. They were at the stage at Mania. I don't know, is it just trying to make Survivor Series feel a little bit different with the camera angles? And like when they were panning to directly at the announcers, it was like the camera angle, camera was set, like it was tilting up a little bit. So like everything yeah. just everything just felt a little bit off, you know, like, like they're just trying to make everything a little bit different. Or were these trying to add the uh, hardwood floor for arena? Or maybe they just the cameraman was drunk. <laughs> Probably. She can't follow him. Anyway, our opening match of the night is Fatal 4-Way for the Cruiserweight title. The first match of its kind in Survivor Series history, according to Cole, as it's Ray Ray, Kidman and his coat, the greatest Cruiserweight in SmackDown history, according to Michael Cole, Chavo Guerrero, and your reigning defending champion, without his brothers, Spike mm. Dudley. But at least he's still wearing his uh, team colours, wearing his jammy bottoms. <laughs> so he's still going to come out in PJs. It's sudden death, elimination theme pay-per-view. You'd think it'd be an elimination match, yep. but it's not. First, Paul t first pinfall takes the victory. Michael, how did we get here? So Spike won the title from Ray, and because he's Ray, he gets booked in cruiserweight title matches to bring more eyes to the division, I'm guessing. BK, he injured Chavo. We're shooting Star Press, and now he refuses to hit it to please the fans. And I'm guessing we've not got enough time for both two singles matches, so Fatal 4-Way. Sudden death, exactly. The best that the Cruiserweight division has got to offer right now. Um, so the match itself then, Spike and Kidman, they work over Chavo. Uh, Kidman gets Spike, really weird spot, he gets Spike to throw him into the corner. Uh, throw him into Chavo, so Spike takes him into the corner, throws him, but then like a foot away, Kidman puts on the brakes and then <laughs> delivers a clothesline. What was the whole fucking point of getting to little Spike to launch you? Just BK, he looks like a wrestling now, but he still acts like a fucking backyard outlaw fuck. <laughs> uh, Spike then comes charging and Kidman hits a beautiful dropkick in the corner. Mm. Uh, Ray knocks Kidman outside and it's down to Charvo and Ray in the ring. Uh, we get a couple of minutes of Lucha, both men getting near falls. Uh, Spike comes back in and attacks Ray from behind. Um, they, I kind of feel straight away they're going with definitely with the two men in the ring at one time. One yeah. guy, take a move, sell a move, hold it for 30 seconds, lay down or whatever, recover. Um, there's not going to be much focus on all four men in the ring at one time. But how Ray kicked out of that pinfall with just his head, that was amazing. That is probably the best spot I've ever seen. Uh, we go to uh, Kidman and Mysterio, they're fighting on the turnbuckle. Uh, and Ray with a great hurricanrana off the turnbuckle to the floor. Uh, and Taz says, this is the last time I saw this move. It was would have been back in ECW. It's like, so um, Taz hasn't watched any WCW Ray Mysterio. I was just about to say, or any of his current run in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a seated sent on from Ray with a Charvo assist onto Kidman. Uh, Charvo then goes over the top with a plancher, which takes out Kidman and Ray. Uh, Spike then goes over the top, but nobody holds, everyone shit. moves out of the way of some of that little fucker. <laughs> Brilliant. He's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Charvo and Kidman inside now, and Kidman starts begging off. Uh, Charvo works over Kidman, and Spike sends Ray into the steps. Inverted atomic drop, and a clothesline gets Spike a two. Uh, Ray then gets whipped oh, fucking so hard into the corner. The ring shakes, and yeah. like, Ray shakes, and it's like, Ray Mysterio can't make that noise. The noise it made. Oh, the brilliant. noise that that made so rough. <laughs> brilliant. So hard. Oh, they had it rough. Because after that, Spike then launched him under the bottom rope and Ray Out of the women's battle royal. <laughs> Shooting across fucking aisleway. 
Um, and then we get a three-man Tower of Doom spot with Kidman holding Charvo uh, for an electric chair while Charvo suplexes Spike. It's like, yeah, it's a good throwback. It's a good Tower of Doom. I love when everyone gets involved. With, like three on the bottom. They're great the to middle. see. Now and then. Not all the fucking time like no, they are no. nowadays. Yeah, you don't want to see it all the time, 100%. Um, we're now down to Ray and Kidman. Uh, a BK bomb from Kidman. He sets up for the shooting star, but Charvo knocks him off. Uh, Spike, he sends Charvo out, and it's down to Spike and Ray. Uh, a spear, well, he's, he's head running headbutt from Spike. Headbutts a bit. Yeah, that sets up the Dudley dog. But Ray then reverses that into the 619 position. Uh, the finish, 619 connects, but Kidman stops Ray on the outside. Uh, Charvo's back in now, hits the gory bomb. But here's Kidman with a leg drop to save. Ray sends Kidman and himself to the outside with head scissors. Spike rolls up Charvo to dirty steal the Rolls pin. over. One, two, three. But Wins for me, win. solid cruiserweight match. Solid way to open the show. Three Mavens. Yeah, exactly the same. Three Mavens, perfect way to kick off this show. Hyper-extended the knee, Kidman yanking on that leg, that leg. Now Chavo oh. back into the ring, and Chavo on the attack of the Cruiserweight champ. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Going for the gory bomb. He's going for Chavo's gun. And it connects. Chavo connects with the gory bomb. The champion's down. Chavo the Kidman. And a look at the leg drop over the top rope by Billy Kidman, taking Chavo Guerrero out. Nice fast cruise rate action. Definitely what Bellens versus Super is. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I'm so glad that this was not bumped to the pre-show and we had that to kick off Survivor Series. And then we go backstage with Heidenreich and Paul Heyman. Heyman hyping <laughs> Big John. <laughs> I want to know who is the man. Heidenreich. Whose world is this? Heidenreich. Who stands in Heidenreich's way? Undertaker. Who goes down tonight? Undertaker. Keep that in mind. I'm going to go and get your jacket. My jacket. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I like your poetry. I like what you do to babies. I'll see you later. Soon. Snitsky. Well, that was fucking the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Freak off right there. And then they plug the theme song, Ugly. What a, yeah. what a segue. <laughs> Are you ugly? We need, we need to plug the theme song. Uh, let's get them two tall fuckers in here. <laughs> to breathe at each other. I honestly expected Adam Wright to go, I like Michael Cole. <laughs> and then Snitsky go, I like Cole too. <laughs> and then Cole, fuck! <laughs> Spit roasted by Adam Wright and Big Gene. Up next, Intercontinental title time. Christian going up against Shelton Benjamin, your reigning defending champion. Michael, how did we get here? So Shelton Benjamin... Congratulations to him for winning the Intercontinental title at Taboo Tuesday. 
but Christian, he had an issue with that because he said that he should have had the shot against Jericho. So after Shelton's first defence, Christian attacks him and made it known he wanted the Intercontinental title back. And Bischoff made the match here tonight. And Christian, with the debut of the best theme music ever, Michael. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but what's annoying me, we have got two matches in a row on Survivor Series, one of the big four, and we have yet to receive a video package telling you why these cunts are wrestling. Well, title matches, you, you one would no. assume no. that the challenger is the number one contender. I'm not having it, no, because... 99% of pay-per-views that were reviewed granted the first match you never expect one in the first match no every the match second after, one should yeah every match after you expect at least a, or if not a video package at least a throwback to Raw or Smackdown last week or the week before that's the reason why these people are in this ring right now wrestling but Vince is like I've got your money fuck yeah <laughs> literally so the match itself then I, I, right at the start I thought it was brilliant because JR he's a big show on Benjamin Mark and he's mm. hyping Benjamin and Jerry's like not having it he's not the best athlete LeBron James could be an audience now you're telling me Sheldon's better than LeBron James <laughs> maybe in wrestling Jerry's not having it Sheldon Benjamin's shit not having it JR you're full of shit um, we got typical Christian chicken heel shit work at the start. Uh, he doesn't want nothing to Shelton. Uh, Shelton takes Christian down and again he crawls towards the ropes. And Jim Ross is like, Christian ain't winning the title hanging onto the ropes looking like a chicken shit heel. And then he says he can't out wrestle Shelton. Probably not, but he's nowadays he's saying that Christian can outwork anyone. So he's just still saying that about Shelton. <laughs> Fucking outwork everyone. That's a great gimmick if you're not 45 year old Christian. Yeah, outwork everyone means every TV taping, every house show when they come back, every pay per view. Mm. I don't think we're going to mm. get that from Christian. No, I think we it'll might just do. Be a... We don't know. We might do, uh, but I, I can't see him week in, week in, week out, week in, week out, and outworking everybody on that roster. <laughs> I just can't see it. Great will the house go, will the house show circuit go back to being what it were? Well, will will wrestling ever go back to being what it was? I don't think so. Do you know what I mean? In what I thought Michael was a great spot, um, <laughs> Christian's got Shelton, they keep pushing him down to the mat, and twice uh, Shelton just nips up without using his arms. Just I love the athleticism there oh, and the cockiness. Oh, it's just loving the, it. Look, when, the sec when he did it the second time, you stared at him with that little <laughs> smirk. Yeah. Uh, Shelton then launches Christian into space and hits an Oklahoma roll for a two count. <laughs> no, and Jerry asks why it can't be called an Ohio roll. <laughs> fucking pissed off again. Not happy today. Not enough divas, I think, so far for Jerry. There's too, too much testosterone kicking around. 
Christian then hides behind Tonko and runs away around the ring as Shelton catches him. Uh, and a big chop on the outside. But here comes big sexy Tonko. Uh, Shelton stops him. But then Shelton looks to attack, but Christian stops him. It's like, there you go. Problem solver's doing his job. Uh, his distraction. Yeah, but Shelton catches him via spider sense. <laughs> um, but I am getting, especially watching this, I'm getting proper Miz vibes from this Christian. Yeah. It's like proper chicken shit. Hide behind the, your, your, your mate that's come out to get you back and little digs and stuff. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Miz's work uh, in the, for the last few years, I think a lot of it, he might have looked at... 2004, 2005. Current Christian. AJ. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's just a cunt. Yeah, he's got a great gimmick. Walking around with a big, big lad. He's a cunt he's and he's a got a seven-foot giant behind him. <laughs> yeah. I do, well, it'd be very interesting to see what happens um, at Mania, whether he actually can go or we get Nathan Jones. What they need to do when he tags in, I'm destroying New Day. Yeah, and it, it needs to power bombs. We need to go with the full diesel gimmick. It needs power bombs, big boots, snake power eyes. Bombs, double handed chokes on. Yeah, they're telling you. That's what. The, that's the thing. If as long as they limit him, if because we, we don't know, he might come out and he might start doing fucking backflips and all sorts. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> but you don't know how, how athletic he is. No one knows yet. I've never seen him wrestle. I know he's wrestled in. Has he been in NXT for a while? Hasn't he? I don't think he's been on TV there. Yeah, no, but I think I know he's been in development for a while. So it, obviously Triple H sees it because it, surely it won't just be a we'll sign him because he's big deal, and now we're going to give him his debut match at WrestleMania. It's like I'm getting Nathan Jones vibes, and I don't want them because I think he's a beast. And I yeah. want him to smash fuck out of everyone. I want him to have Kane and Big Show vibes. I want well, I know I I want him to you know? I want them to win the titles. Uh, and then I want uh, next a couple of weeks down the line. I then want him to be holding uh, an opponent for AJ to do some form of move on him, maybe a Pele kick or something like that. And he moves and he, he cracks Osmos or Almos, whatever it's called. And then the couple of weeks after he does it again. I'd, let's go the whole Diesel Shawn Michaels storyline. Let's do the whole thing. Yes. Let's just rehash it with these two. And then it down the line, if this is all down, if, it, if you can go, if you can go to Kevin Nash levels of going, we're all right, because Kevin Nash wasn't exactly fucking AJ Styles, was it? No. Uh, so if Osmos can go to fucking uh, Diesel level, then you could get a decent feud out of it. But yeah, it's, it's not... It's Vince. He'll get bored and Osmos will end up fading in 205 Live through a loophole. Chasing our truth for 24 7 outfit. <laughs> Try and get to 70th reign off him. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the match then um, an inverted DDT gets Christian a two uh, Christian then hangs Shelton over the middle rope and steps on him and then he gives more shit to his peeps <laughs> he's like I'm fucking Christian and then he's like yeah my peeps I'm fucking Christian but I loved the positioning with his knee behind the neck the little things like that um, Shelton drives Christian into a turnbuckle sternum first which had big impact it was like they, they saw what happened to Rey Mysterio like we can top this <laughs> He's and like, did send you, me. And did you catch that after you landed, he spat straight up just before he rolled I out didn't. of the way? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Shelton with a couple of clotheslines and a side bush and leg sweep gets him a two count. Uh, Benjamin gets another near fall as Christian gives Shelton more shit, but Benjamin then counters with what JR calls a reverse fisherman suplex. It, yeah, thought, it's an inverted suplex bounce off at ropes. Nice move. Rarely see moves like that. 
Definitely. Uh, Shell only sets up for the Stinger Splash, but misses, and a big impaler DDT from Christian gets a two. And it's like, that's a brood staple move, that. Gangrel that had, throwback. Yeah, Gangrel had it as his finisher, edge through it into his repertoire. Christian throwing it out there, like, it's paying homage to the brood. Christian held it, arguing as Tonko slides the title belt into the ring. Uh, Christian straight into Shelton's boot though. Uh, Shelton flies off the top with a big clothesline for a very close two. Even the fans mm. believed because they all went I three. thought that was it. Because they all went one, two, three. Like, not one of them they expected that to be a near fall. They thought that was the end of the match. But the end of the match comes. Earl gets rid of the title as Tonko flies in for a big boot which gets a close two count. And zero fans, they didn't fall for that one. They went one, yes, two, three. The surgery didn't work. <laughs> Shelton kicks Tonko off the apron but Christian goes for the unprettier Shelton slides out into the T-bone for the 1-2-3 and JR says no pun intended but we could be seeing the evolution right here of Shelton Benjamin this evening solid Ooh. IC match two and a half mavens I said three mavens probably going to be best singles match for night I'd say but it was a bit slow starting off T-bone <laughs> What impact that was. How athletic is Shelton Benjamin? Well, he was athletic. Christian going for the young prettier. Benjamin says, not today! I think it was always one of them that was building up to when's Tonko going to get involved? And how's yeah. he going to get involved? Is he going to get ejected? Is he... Uh, but... I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. I don't, it wasn't anything sparkling. It didn't offend me. It didn't excite me. It was, it was solid. It yeah, was, solid. Straight down yeah. the middle. Three, maybe. Two, maybe. Two and a half. We go backstage. We see Kurt walking in the back and he bumps into Edge. Uh, he has something to say to him. He says, I've read your book and I didn't appreciate what you wrote about me. I was in a hotel room, naked, bleeding to death, and you thought it was funny. Now, this is a true story, Michael. Yeah, apparently, they were in a hotel room. Kurt Angle was in his bed. He fell out of bed. He sliced his arm. His arm was pissing blood everywhere. He was naked. And Edge found it fucking hilarious. How did he cut his arm? What? <laughs> it's all I could find from a quick Google search. But apparently, book. he writes it in his book, yeah, and uh, uh, he mocks Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle is not fucking happy. Uh, Kurt Angle, then, he bumps into Eugene. Uh, Eugene's like, you're, you're, you're Kurt Angle. He's like, well done, good observation, Eugene. He's, you're the first Olympic gold medalist in WWE history. And he's like, yes, yes. And he goes, you, you suck. You suck. You suck. Eugene having time in his life getting a Survivor Series payday. I did like, though, how... Edge said, I'm the one who took out HBK, something you could never do. Foreshadowing. Yes, definitely Absolutely setting the seeds there. And then we get a WrestleMania recall, which we see WrestleMania 14, Austin beating Shawn Michaels for the title. And then Michael Cole, he hypes WrestleMania in four and a half months' time. And he's sold out in less than a minute. Now, I know this hyping a pay-per-view, but come on. We've got Rumble and everything to come I know, we've got the fucking We've got the road to WrestleMania to get onto first. <laughs> Up next, Survivor Series time. Michael, classic or traditional? Well, I'd go with traditional. I like classic. But classic does sound better. A classic Survivor Series match. When Michael Cole said that, I was like, oh, that's, that's like a breath of fresh air to my ears, that were. Better than vintage. Yeah. 
vintage Survivor Series match. Hey, we get vintage fucking Undertaker's spots later. We get vintage John Cena, I think he says at one point. <laughs> the dude who's been there two years. <laughs> but yeah, classic Survivor Series match. I'm down for that. Uh, it is Team Angle uh, of Kurt Angle, the reflection of imperfection, the big dog, and Carlito with Jesus going up against Big Slow and his poorly foot. Now, I have an issue here. Um, heavily taping the foot on the outside, outside of the boot. Surely that not add more pressure to the foot because you're yeah. squeezing the boot to the foot. Surely you should just have a like a cast on it or something. An air boot or something like that. <laughs> Certainly not your own wrestling boots. And, and then, then tape it. Like, oh shit, sure, we forgot to sell your injury. Right, get some tape, wrap his boots up. <laughs> so it's Big Show with his tag team partners, RBD, the returning Doctor of Fugonomics and Team Captain Eddie Guerrero. I loved how Team Angle was pure Team Harmony. Well, uh, the the face team. Team Angle, there's only one star on their team. <laughs> I suppose on Team Face, you've got to have John Cena's triumphant return. Yeah. Showing no, no ill effects of that stabbing whatsoever. Yeah, not even a. Plaster or scar, stitch, anything. No. Like he's <laughs> miraculously recovered. Not even a bit of the old, do you know, my ribs are damaged, stick a bit of bandages around it. Not even yeah. not even any of that. It was just, nope, the doctor is back and I'm coming for you because you stabbed me, even though fucking, it must go to the same doctor that Randy, they still use today, that sorted Randy Orton's burns out. Did sort fiends out. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it's fucked him, innit? It's like it made me it made me straight away think of John Toy Story with that dickhead neighbour next door starts burning toys. Yes, <laughs> like someone's got a fiend figure and just burnt fuck out. I thought it was brilliant to be fair. I I do. They're, they're going balls to the wall with this. Well, I just hope more than they did for Kane. Absolutely, um, and I just think uh, well, I hope uh, that the outcome is actually worth it and the payoff is a good yeah. payoff because it's just it's ridiculous slides again. Yeah. Uh, it's just getting ridiculously stupid, and I love it at the minute, and it can only get better. But you know it's Vince, and it probably will get worse. Um, so this is a full blood feud, Michael, because John Cena makes his entrance, mm-hmm. and he's just staring a hole through Carlito. Carlito shitting himself. He runs away. Jesus, he runs away. Cena's chasing after him. They fight. Everyone else is just standing at ringside. <laughs> yeah, for like five minutes. They fight all the way back to the car park. Um, it looks like they're trying to get in a car or they forget which car is the car in the set. Uh, they finally get to a car. They drag the driver out of the car. Carlito and Jesus, they get into the car. And John Cena... Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> John Cena turns all Goldberg and starts... And I'm thinking, oh, fuck. This Cena's a strong lad. I'm yeah, you could easily record. Yeah, I'm thinking this is where he slices his arm. Cena's out for a year. That's it. It's, it's, Vince gets bored, and John Cena goes back to fucking OVW. Uh, but what got me? Cena did not get disqualified for throwing Jimmy Corderas into them boxes. No, and surely the bell should have just rang, and Cena should have got counted out because yep. he never eliminated Carlito. So yeah, technically that match is still going on. Or because. Technically, Carly wasn't eliminated. Is is ten minute, ten second uh, ring out count would have expired. Ah, loopholes. Sorry, it's all about them loopholes. Uh, so we go back to ringside, uh, and we see the the faces. They're going after the hills. The hills are backing off. Uh, Big Show. He finally grabs Jindrak by his head, and pulls him it's up like, into the ring. Here. 
<laughs> Get over here. Uh, he works over him, and then here comes Cena for a pop. Uh, show, he stomps on the reflection in the corner, uh, and hits him with a big slap. A shh, boom, big slap. In comes the van man, uh, kicks to reflection, tags in Eddie. Eddie flies over, then a rolling thunder gets a two. Bit of tag team unity from RVD and Eddie. But they have like mm. teams together on SmackDown because he's fuck all else faces in the mid card apart from Cena. And he's a bit. Yeah, SmackDown's over and stabbed. Rolls over and refaces. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, head scissors and Eddie drops the big dog with a drop kick. Uh, head scissor and arm drag take down all of Team Angle. Eddie's running wild. Uh, but a cheap shot from Angle, and he now joins the match. Uh, Kurt works over Eddie in the corner. Back in with the big dog. Uh, two back breakers and a side slam gets Lou for a two. Uh, back in comes the reflection. Uh, an elbow gets a two. And Jindrak puts a full Nelson onto Eddie. And I'm thinking straight away, we're getting too many close calls and mm. near falls and fucking vest spots. Be a quick in a Survivor Series going. match. Eddie, he sends Jindrak into the turnbuckle. And in comes Angle to stop Eddie making a tag. Uh, more quick tags from Team Angle, preventing Eddie from making a tag. Uh, I feel like the hot tag at this point is going to be Cena, and it's going to be loud. You'd think. That's what I was thinking as well. And then Eddie gets really close to the turnbuckle, and it's one of them spots where he's a little bit too close because RVD could make the tag, but yeah. he's kind of pulling his arm away at the it's same like, time. He's like, no, I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet, bro. <laughs> Mark Jindrak, he's with, uh, hits some sexy elbows, and that gets him a two count. Yeah, uh, the rude style. So he's still doing the narcissist gimmick then. And then Taz, he questions whether Charles Robinson's name is really Charles Robinson. Is that Robinson there with the two for, with the two count, if that's really his name? But that's a bit left field, Taz, where did that come from? What? I missed that one. Um, Eddie, he starts railing though and finally makes the hot tag to RVD. Um, bit of a mild tag. Yeah, uh, Poor guy. We get generic RVD as he sets Angle up for the five-star, but the reflection tries to make the save and receives a five-star for his troubles. Across uh, the ring. We then go all botchamania as Angle rolls up RVD, grabs the ropes. The ref counts to three. Uh, yep. He says, right, out. He even does the, the arm signal. Um, but RVD clearly kicks out. The bell rings to signal, signal an elimination. And Colin and Taz say it was only a two. Uh, then and Kurt's legal here. <laughs> he's pinned R.E.D. So then explain to me why Eddie then rolls up Jindrak. And rolls him up for a rope-assisted free count. So how is Jindrak legal Who when he's not tagged in? And Carlito's still in then, and Jindrak's still in. So what's the point in tagging? Angle's in the ring now with Eddie, he takes the straps down, but Eddie tags in the big show and Kurt just shits it and tags straight out. I'm having none of that. Well, Eddie's smart, smarter man there. And then here comes the big dog. And Cole says Reigns is sick enough to want a piece of the big show. He says he's been in prison. He's been stabbed and he's been cut from ear to ear. Well, I guess he used the same doctor that John Cena uses then because I can't see no scars. Uh, none at all. He's not <laughs> an attractive guy, but he's, I can't see any scars there either. Um, Angle, he walks into a big boot from show, but then Reigns takes out show's ankle. Um, big Show though is playing possum and the big dog walks into a choke slam for the free count. Showstopper. It is down three to one. Uh, Kurt's fucked. Uh, Kurt, he walks into a choke slam, but he rolls through to apply an ankle lock and it looks like Big Show's gonna tap, but oh no, Big Show fucking Lucha Libre. On that bad leg. Rolls through, sending Kurt to the outside. Kurt's, I've had enough, fuck it. Walks away, but here comes RVD to stop him in his path. Why don't Kurt just, why don't Kurt just hit him and walk past him? 
And where a team angle? They could have just jumped RVD from behind there. As RVD t- literally just took out... He took out all of team himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a great spot, though, with Big Show. He stood behind Kurt Angle, who's walking back away from RVD. And the realisation when it hits Kurt, he's like, fuck. He's like, I'm just going to check well, high first. <laughs> He asked for a timeout. No timeouts at Survivor Series, though. Um, gets thrown in the ring. Cena hits him with a FU. Eddie up to the top with a frog splash. And playing by the rules because Big Show's the legal man. Rolls in the ring. One, two, three with the victory for Team Guerrero. And RVD. Glory hug. <laughs> fucking RVD comes out to celebrate. And it's like, here's your winner, Team Eddie Guerrero. And Robert Dam's like, yeah, fucking me. And we even get like an extended celebration where Eddie gets Rob Van Dam to go on the middle ropes and he gives it the Rob Van talk. Dam. And it's like, you've got eliminated, cunt. Why is he at, back out there, though? Wanker. And this is just proof, though, that these Survivor Series matches don't really matter. <laughs> they don't mean uh, fuck uh, all there. I mean, what, what's everyone going to be doing now? So is everyone's beef all settled now? Obviously not Cena and Carly over there gonna we find out in a bit that they're gonna wrestle. But what's next for everyone else? What's next for Angle? Show. Eddie, feed Van Damme. It needs we need a superstar shake up. <laughs> we need a draft. Sour. I know. Yeah, what's this got, only got sick of seeing every cunt fighting each other. We go backstage to a main event Maven backstage with his old man. Uh, coach, they look very similar, don't you think, from the side-by-side look? They could be related. It's like they've got... I know they're two bald black men. Obviously, that's quite a simple comparison. But they've just got the same the same nose. They've got the same side profile. It's Maven and his old man, Coach. Uh, coach, he thinks Maven's shit and Maven disagrees. But then here comes Big Gene for the attack and Maven fucking blades. Pissing blood out. Um... And did you notice the two people that assisted Maven? I noticed one Finley. And did you notice the other guy? Because he said, get him, Steve. And I was like, ooh, that's Steve Kern, as in Skinner. Skinner. Uh, he was like uh, a crocodile hunter from the early 90s. Oh, him. Skinner, Steve Kern, yeah. Yeah, uh, the ripoff of uh, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Maven is pissing blood as Finley and Steve help him away. Um, that's could his main event spot be in jeopardy, Michael? Well, we'll have to see. Is it going to recover in time for the main event? Who knows? We then get a quick cut to a promo for Heidenreich versus Undertaker, our next match. Um, it was weird because I, I thought this would be at the point where something from the DVD had been taken away. Because it was very quick cut from backstage to the promo. It wasn't even back to the commentator saying up next, yeah. Michael Cole saying up next, revenge of my arse. Uh, Undertaker fighting for the honour of my ring piece. We had none of that. We just went boom, straight to the match. Straight to the promo, not even up next. Of Heidenreich versus Undertaker. Heiden Heidenreich. Heiden Heidenreich. Is this guy is ferocious. Heidenreich is about wow. six foot eight, 300 pound Rottweiler. I will finally get the chance to make the world pay for the pain I have endured. Oh my God! He's unpredictable. I don't apologize for what I did to the Undertaker. It was done with malice and intent. I brought the fight to the Undertaker and Dead Man. I challenge you to bring the fight to me.
you to know that this contract for Survivor Series, The Undertaker versus Heidenreich, is not my idea. It's Heidenreich's. And it's against my best judgment because I know how mad you must be right now. I want you to witness firsthand what happens to those souls. You think they can look into the eye of the dragon? This contract is not for a match. It's the execution of Heidenreich. Rest in peace. Michael, how did we get here? So Heyman made Taker bury Paul Bearer in concrete at American Bash. Heyman then decided to bring his new pet to SmackDown, who cost Taker the title at No Mercy. And Heidenreich may or may not have raped Michael Cole along the way, <laughs> and read some poetry as well. And he's, tonight he goes one-on-one with the Undertaker player. It's not been the most uh, enthralling of feuds, that's for no, sure. It's, it's just Taker's still pissed off at Paul Heyman. Yeah, that's it. It's just another incarnation of Taker versus Paul Heyman. Uh, Brock Lesnar, point five. Because he can't fake Paul, Paul Heyman ring. Yeah, it's just not <laughs> he's working. He's got to fight his little... It's just not working. But uh, I don't think Heidenreich 2004 looks more like Lesnar 2021 than 2004 Brock does. A bit more uh, red, a bit more pink, yeah. in, a bit more pink in face. <laughs> he goes very pink, this old John. Uh, so the match itself, uh, Michael Cole, he thinks Heidenreich, he thinks he's, he's too crazy. He's crazy that he won't be afraid and he won't back down from The Undertaker. Um, we get a stare down to start and then Taker with right hands and hammers away in the corner. Uh, Brian Hebner, he tries to, to get them to back off, but fucking shits himself when Taker looks at him. Yep. <laughs> fucking nope. Go on, crack on. You'll beat that nut job up. What are his best spots, that? Oh, yeah, brilliantly. You. Just the fear. Just the, just the fear that he put into the ref. Um, like, fucking tell me to stop, I'll fucking get you next. <laughs> uh, we're still in the corner, uh, but Heidenreich with an elbow, but then he runs straight into a big boot. Uh, two elbow drops from Taker, and that gets him a one count. Uh, Taker with a hammerlock, and that sends him into the corner again. Uh, more work on the arm from Taker. I was like, this is very... Risk control from the MMA's on MMA fucking Undertaker's back again. Um, Heidenreich, he drives Taker's bollocks into the turnbuckle, or the lower extremities, according to Michael Cole. See... I know he's supposed to be dead, but I guess there's still life in Taker's ministry. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're back on the outside, and Heidenreich, he keeps rolling back in the ring to break up the 10-count light. He's not that crazy, he's not that daft. But then he hits Taker with what only I can describe as some A-level Shane McMahon punching. That's just the comedic effects from him, I'm guessing. Taker, he blocks getting driven into the steps and then sends Heidenreich into them. Take over a forearm into the throat twice on the outside, and then he hits a leg drop or vintage Undertaker, according to Michael Cole. Um, for me, though, Taker should have easily been counted out by now. Yeah, but you don't count out Big Mark. You're like, you get to, you get, you count normally till you get to seven, and they like. Heidenreich's in the ring. He's just got his neck on the outside. Undertaker's been outside for a solid 30 seconds now, hitting two elbows and a leg drop. And then he immediately rolls in the ring. Heidenreich's outside and the ref starts fucking counting. Well... Bullshit. Favouritism. Bullshit. Backstage politics. 
Right then, trying to make young guy bad. It's fucking bullshit. Um, Taker hits old school onto Heidenreich. He then hits a downward spiral for two, uh, which was quite a new one. But again, that's an old Edge Brood move. It's fucking Brood yeah. Tribute Night. Always paying tribute to Attitude <laughs> Era, even from 2004. <laughs> uh, Taker misses a charge into the corner, and uh, Heidenreich, with a bit of an offence, uh, drives Taker off the apron with an elbow. Uh, more Shano punching on the outside as the ref begins to count. Uh, but I love that Heyman is repeating the count, so he lets Heidenreich know what's happening. It's like, that's a fucking manager. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to be a good manager. Telling you. Even though he said, he'll tell you he's not a manager. No, he's a, he's a fucking advocate. He's a fucking representative. He's a special so, counsel. He's a special counsel. <laughs> to the reins in defending. The reins in defending. Best choice of word. Oh, definitely. Taker with some right hands, but a big boot from Reich gets him a two count. We go for a rest hold as it's time to take a breather as Heyman screams, don't let him breathe, don't let him breathe. And it's like, no, Paul, that's the only reason behind this rest stop. We need to breathe. We need to get up an air back in the lungs. That's the idea for a rest, rest hold. <laughs> We're having a rest. Uh, more punches and kicks from both men. Uh, Heidenreich explodes off the ropes with a clothesline. Tribute to his brother, that is. <laughs> the now new Hall of Famer. Yes, yes. Congrats to Kane. Uh, a pair of elbows from Heidenreich he misses the third attempt uh, more punches and kicks as Heidenreich sets Taker up for a superplex but Taker blocks and hits one of his own um, we have uh, the like the, hit, the face heel punch punch cheer boo segment we have that mm. with absolutely no fan interaction yeah the fans aren't excited for Taker tonight. <laughs> the fans are bored. They're proper bored. Uh, Heidenreich, he sends Taker to the outside but stalls and Taker hangs him over the top rope. Um, Taker goes up top. Uh, Taker with a big flying clothesline that gets a two count. Heidenreich straight back up though. He was like, he was up to his feet quicker than fucking Undertaker was. He's like, oh. When have we seen Taker go from the top rope? Yeah, embracing his brothers. He's been watching K matches. He's like, I'm going to incorporate that. Very similar to his, how his brother does it as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Rolling through and everything. Snake eyes from Taker and a big boot and Taker is on a roll. Hogan leg drop gets a two, but a sloppy cover from Taker. Like, JR would have given him shit for it. Like, he just, yeah, he's forced to pretend you can't hear audience yeah. before you do the leg drop, Mark. <laughs> Uh, Chokeslam set up, but Heidenreich gets out. Uh, Heidenreich walks into a boot, but then runs into a big boss man slam, which gets Heidenreich a very close two count. Um, Long two count. Taker into the corner. Um, Heidenreich goes up for the ten punches and straight Puts away. Puts himself I'm going, in powerbomb position. Come on. Have you not watched Undertaker fucking match before? Um, last ride connects, but Heidenreich, ring awareness, holds the ring rope. I won't call it the last ride either. A bit sloppy. <laughs> didn't, get him all, didn't get him up enough. <laughs> Um, and we get a fun spot of Taz correcting Michael Cole. And this is the first one of many that it happens this evening. Where it's like, Michael goes, a side suplex. And he goes, and no, Michael Cole says back suplex. And Taz goes, I think you'll find that's a side suplex, Cole. Anyway, Undertaker, he's like, he doesn't even give Cole a chance to say, oh, yeah, sorry, I fucked up. He's like, shh, dickhead. And it was at this moment I noticed that grandma that was sat in the front row opposite the hard camera, she was getting well into this match. She's a proper Undertaker mark. And she was easily like... I'd say in the 60s. Loving life. She might be a guest to Taker's, you never know. No, but she could be Taker's mum. The finish of the match. Undertaker, he sets it up for another choke slam. Hits it this time. Calls for a tombstone. Big setup. It took him a good 10 seconds to get him yeah. into the position. Taker hits the tombstone for the 1 2 3. Absolutely ridiculous length of time given to Taker versus Hyde. Too long. Um, too long. Two mavens. 
to his knees, trying to get back to his feet, suffering the effects of the choke slam. Undertaker's just waiting, Cole. He's just waiting. He's stalking, he's stalking Heidenreich. Heidenreich's in trouble. Oh my God. Undertaker's got him up. Tombstone City, Cole. Tombstone pile driver connecting. Wow. Far too long. Over 15 minutes. Best thing about this match, that diving clothesline, and it ended. And Paul Heyman going, three, falling. Yeah. I didn't write another count. Yeah, um, they could have fit all these spots. They could have got rid of a lot of the stuff outside the ring and filled all the in-ring spots into easily six seven minutes uh, it didn't have to be I, I i get the feeling they're trying to still push Hyden rack as a as a as a potential yeah. threat to the undertaker and a viable opponent but he really but wasn't he moves so slow yeah he really wasn't he moves so slow that was hard to watch uh he just he just went on uh, i started yawning halfway through i was like this is just going on on far too long far too long oh yeah i was watching this eating my lunch <laughs> We go backstage with our new backstage announcer, Maria, with EZE, Uncle Eric Bischoff. Um, we get an update on Maven. He might not be able to compete tonight, but no mm. one will replace Maven because Bischoff's ready to go on holiday. And he's like, I don't want everyone being... He's been on Teletext holidays. He's, put, he's booked it, he's packed it, and he's ready to fuck off. <laughs> he says, I don't want everyone knocking on my door saying, why have you allowed them to pick somebody? But then I stopped and thought, who the fuck would they pick? Yeah. We've, we mentioned this on last episode. They've, they've got Maven in there because there's nobody else. And that's why they're like, nope, we're not having his entrance. He's not main event quality. Which was what Coach said to him earlier. <laughs> Up next, Michael, Diva action. It is deeply personal. It is Lita versus Trish. Deeply personal. Oh, you got that right, JR. Trish, Lita, they're going to get it on tonight. And I'm telling you, like you said, this is more than the proper title. It is very personal. How you doing? You doing all right? Because, I mean, I heard you're all pregnant and stuff. Honey, I know that you're nervous and confused about having to marry Kane. All you have to do is open your heart, just like you opened your legs. And to think, they call me a slut. My baby was the only thing innocent in all of this. And I wanted nothing more than to give birth to my baby. And now, I will never know what my baby looks like. My baby boy was taken away from me. I present to you, Lita, the walking kiss of death. I wouldn't even worry about that right now, to be honest with you, because, like, I think what you should be more concerned about is your pregnancy weight, because, um, just how you look, uh, a little chubby. I've been dreaming for the past seven months about the day I get my hands on you. Every emotion, every ounce of pain and suffering, I'm gonna take it all out on you. Lita? Survivor Series, you're gonna lose to me just like you lost your baby. So Lita's spent the better part of 2004 being raped and impregnated by Kane. Trish has spent the better part of the year turning heel and becoming the champ. And now that Kane's been written off TV and 
the only way they can write a storyline for the women in 2004 has to involve Trish and Lita. And this had the first video package for women's match since Mania. Not including any Diva Search bollocks. And it was also, according to the commentators, uh, the first women's match uh, debuted at Survivor Series was Survivor Series 1995. And that was, if I remember, Alondra Blaze and a lot of jobbers versus Aja Kong, Bertha Faye, I want to say, and a lot of jobbers. Probably a load of jobbers. Exciting time to be a women's wrestling fan in WBF in uh, 1995, that's for sure. Um, I thought it was fucking brilliant as Lita's making her entrance and Trish is just mocking her out, you fat fucker. Like... <laughs> The walking, up. the walking kiss of death that is Lita. Absolute blood feud. Lita with fists. She gets Trish. She's giving a shit. She's battering Trish all over. Sends her outside. Trish takes over though. Bounces Lita off the announce table. But then Lita bounces Trish off a chair. And then bounces the chair off a Trish. The, the ref takes the chair off Lita. But then she grabs another chair. Ammers Trish as ref Jack Dawn calls for the bell. He's had enough. Trish, she's bleeding. It looks like she's got a fucking broken nose. Um, I don't think... She's not bladed the inside of her nose. Um, Lita comes again, though. Bounces Trish off the roof post, which I thought was a great spot. It's like, they're all going, oh, I'm not done with you yet. Trish, she's got a broken nose. Fuck, Lita's like, tough shit. Bang, getting her in post. Lita's like, I didn't come here to... When eyes came to kick fuck out of her. Uh, Lita's going... That she did. Lita's going wild. She fucks off. The match is called off. That, for me, was the best work I've seen from Lita in a long time. Four fucking mavens. That was everything I wanted from my Divas match. Because I don't really like watching him wrestle. I'm guessing Lita's still not fully cleared. I'd say that that's that's the reason. 100%. 100%. And they've worked it so well. Yeah, but I... Potentially, though, now, old Trish, bless her, she's got a broken fucking nose out of it. Yeah, and she, it does, it is a legit injury, I believe. Definitely. She ends up wearing that uh, Curdy Rhodes mask, don't you? Ah, is that where it comes, this is where it comes from, though, because I do remember her in that mask. She's, she's had a bad time of it, because she's only just come back from a broken arm. She's had a bad run, old, uh, old Trish Stratus, in a minute. We go backstage, Michael, with Team Eddie, uh, and Teddy Long comes in, he wants to chat with Cena. Uh, Big Show, who's got out of the shower in his towel, he hands Cena his towel off screen, and it looks like that Cena and Teddy Long have a good stare of old Big Show's junk. Is he the, well, is he the little show? <laughs> well, didn't Val, as Uncle Val, Uncle Val said, <laughs> they're not exactly Big Show, are they, Val? Uh, Teddy Long, he says, next week on SmackDown, Cena will get his revenge as he goes one-on-one with Carlito for the United He's States title. The out. And if Carlito doesn't show up, he will uh, strip him, and it sounds like he'll reward John Cena with the belt. Player, player. Well, it's just a bit of favouritism, that, isn't it? Absolutely. That's, uh, that's not very professional, Teddy. No, no. Gangsters looking after gangsters, that's what it is. Up next, main event time from the SmackDown brand. It is WWE title, Bradshaw versus Booker T. A direct order from the GM. Well, coming up next, can JBL retain his WWE Championship? If he doesn't, he says he's leaving SmackDown forever. Which I think would be horrible. I don't want to see JBL leave SmackDown. I want him to stay. Well, the question is, does the challenger, the number one contender, Booker T, have JBL's number? JBL, you were pinned in the champion showcase match by Booker T. The first time that you've been pinned since before WrestleMania 20. Booker T in a tag team match. Booker T may be a great tag team wrestler, but man oh man 101, he's not in my league. Now 
your league. No, you're not. Jay you're not Jr. even in my league, man. The hell? Much less JBLs. If you want a piece of JBL, you gotta go through me. Orlando, it's about time that you either put up or shut up. If Booker T can defeat JBL's chief of staff, Orlando Jordan, Booker T will face the champion, JBL at Survivor Series, for the title. And now JBL. Whoa, whoa, what's, the this? what's this? And look at a right hand by whoa. Booker. Knocks the champion off the apron. That's Scissors kick to the back of the neck. Oh, my God. He's going to do it. been and I will always be better than Booker T. No one has dominated a champion and his chief of staff like Booker T has in recent weeks. Booker T is firmly in the head of the champion JBL. Booker T has never had an advantage over me. Booker from behind oh, into the referee. The champ knocked down. Six months. I have been busted open, blood nose, and black eyes more times than I care to count. And through it all, I have remained champion at Survivor Series. When the people are chanting my name, they will see JBL's finest hour. And if for some reason you win Booker T, they will never see me again. Michael, Michael, how did we get here? So throughout the summer, after being drafted to SmackDown, Booker T was a heel. They spent a lot of time fighting Cena, but after No Mercy, Booker pinned JBL in what was called a Champions Showcase, which consisted of three champions. <laughs> but Booker became the first person to pin JBL since before Mania. And then he beat OJ, which was number one contender. And now we're here. And also during this build, Josh Matthews pinned OJ just to embarrass JBL. Absolutely. So I wonder if we'll be seeing Matthews involved. I hope not. The prize of SmackDown and the prize of WWE, according to Michael Cole, is Booker T. Uh, I don't know about the prize of WWE. Maybe the WWE title is. No, he was talking about Booker T. (laughs) Uh, I love how they went head-to-head as Nick Patrick tried to show off the belt. As the match gets underway, uh, we get a lock up in the corner and JBL is giving Booker shit. He's like, this ain't WCW. JBL's great at the shit talking. Oh, 100%. Uh, we get a nice chop from JBL, but that riles Booker and he goes to work on John. Uh, John with a shot to the back. Uh, Booker now goes to work in the corner with some more shots. I thought every single match near enough in this entire pay-per-view started off with two men into the corner for punches and kicks. Yeah. A lot of punches and kicks that- in the corner. That's a lot of pay-for-you matches, though, this era. Simple start. Simple start. Lock up into the corner. Lock up, couple of punches. If it's an easy way to draw people in. Absolutely. Uh, Booker, he blocks a hip toss with a clothesline. Uh, We got a back kick from Booker. Sends JBL to the outside. And here comes Booker. But John, with the crafty heel move, has him in control of why does every face do it if the heel don't chase the heel? Heel runs back in the ring. Boom. Gone. 
Um, JBL with a swinging neck breaker and an elbow to the back gets JBL a one count. And Taz again corrects Michael Cole because Michael Cole says, oh, JBL with an elbow to the back. And Taz goes, I think you'll find that was his kidney. Anyway, back to the match. <laughs> Taz is just... That's a bit too technical, you know, Taz. Loving giving Cole shit tonight. I can let him off for that, though. Uh, we get a back body drop uh, onto JBL and a clothesline sends him to the outside. But crafty heel again with a good poke of the eyes gets JBL the advantage and he sends Booker straight into Cole and Taz. Uh, JBL on top of the announce table, but Booker scoops his leg and sends him back first onto the table. And we get a small Booker T chant from about two fans as the commentators are back now because for a second they didn't know what fucking date were. No, they just did not know what to do or what to call. And... The fans aren't really into this either. No, not at all. Not at all. They've not really been into much tonight as the fans. To say it's Survivor Series, it's supposed to be a big-ass mm. pay-per-view. Uh, but again, there is only 7,500 people in the arena. And that's a very small selling Definitely. this arena. Here comes the juice with a cheap shot as JBL's got the ref distracted. Oh, all these, everyone's doing clotheslines tonight. Is that a story? Who has the best clothesline? <laughs> yeah. And then we get a million dollar dream applied onto Booker T. Uh, Michael Cole was, that's a throwback to Sergeant Slaughter. And I was like, not in my fucking notes, it's not. Oh, that'll be a Cobra clutch. <laughs> uh, looked like Booker was tapping though. It did look like he was tapping on his arm. Uh, Booker, he breaks free and JBL drives a knee to stop the bookman. Uh, a big boot from John and a trifecta of elbows gets him a two count. And then JBL goes up top, but Booker catches him and we hit some chops and then we get a big superplex as the ring implodes. It did sound like it was going to. <laughs> uh, JBL, he plays possum and sends Booker to the outside. We get more shots from the juice as Booker then starts to fight back. And he hits a bookend onto JBL on the ringside and a super kick to the juice. Then a big Booker chant starts as the crowd start feeling it. Finally, they finally wake up. Booker, he keeps breaking the count to batter JBL and the juice on the outside. He's fucking ring technician. Know your ring awareness. Straight back in, straight back out. Have some of that, you cunt. Straight back in, straight back out. Have some of that, you cunt. Have some of that, you cunt. Uh, Booker goes up to the top. And it's a big drop kick off the top rope as again Taz corrects Cole. Cole says it was a thrust kick, and Taz goes, I think you'll find Michael that was actually a missile drop kick. And then Taz calls it Shades of Taker and Hide and Break. <laughs> JBL, he wants a timeout, but Booker hits him with a side slam. Uh, Booker back up to the top, and the juice again distracts him. Uh, Booker, he misses the Harlem hangover as Taz says he's never seen Booker perform that before. So he's never watched a Booker T match. <laughs> never! Even, especially, definitely in WCW. <laughs> uh, we get a sleeper hold from JBL, but Booker counters with a suplex. Uh, Booker's feeling it. Clothesline, clothesline, spin kick, bicycle kick. That only gets him a two. Uh, Booker sets up JBL for the axe kick, but the juice is there to stop that. And then JBL comes in, hits a DDT, and I thought that was the moment. I thought, what a cunt. That's the moment. It's going to be at one, two, three. Yeah. JBL, though, into the ref. As the juice comes flying in to attack Booker T. Uh, finish of the match. Orlando. He goes outside. Grabs a chair. But here comes big Josh Matthews. Out of like a little bullet. fucking nowhere. Smashes into the juice. But then JBL batters him. Clotheslines his fucking head off. We get an axe kick from Booker. Uh, we get a knock to OJ. And a scissor kick. And then we see the candy floss man pass. On <laughs> camera. Instantly he took, he took my attention away. Uh, but there's no ref as the crowd are chanting, counting one, two, three. But here comes little Nate. One, two. But the juice is there again. What if Pause I would him. be hiring? I agree. Taz says I would hire him as my chief of staff, and I agree. Yeah, he's is 
is a ride or die. <laughs> Absolutely. OJ, he walks into a bookend, but then Booker walks into a title shot. The revs back up and JBL steals one. Meh. Screw job. at Survivor Series. You know they do it. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was one of them. Again, it was very similar to Christian versus Shelton. It didn't really excite yeah, me. It didn't really offend me. Meh. Two and a half maidens. I'd say two. It'd be better if there was a title change. And up next, which was the, the segment that was not on the network, was a tribute to the troops. And then we go backstage with the boys, and Batista says he spoke to Edge and Snitsky. Hunter says after they win tonight, then Evolution is going to run raw for two weeks, and Edge and Snitsky are fucked. Batista, though, he says he cannot wait for his night to run raw. Dave needs to know his role. <laughs> We can, we get a quick cut to the promo video as it is time for our main event. Team Evolution, Hunter, Batista, Snitsky and Edge going up against Team Orton of Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, Benoit and main event fucking Maven. There is strength in numbers and whether you like it or not, might makes right. How did we get here? So the week after Taboo Tuesday, which was weird starting a pay-per-view, starting a row six days after a pay-per-view, <laughs> Bischoff decided he was going to take the night off because he was upset about having to have an haircut. So he took the night off and we learned that there's more faces than heels on row and none of them <laughs> like evolution, especially Jericho, Maven and Benoit and Dalton who was already feuding with him. Because we need a main event at Survivor Series, we need a team for Evolution. So you think we just have one person, but no, Flair can sit this one out. <laughs> so we've got Snitsky, because he's fresh off taking out Kane, and Edge is fresh off a heel turn. But the important thing is what's at stake. There might be something at stake for a change. The winning team gets to run Raw for a week each, and everyone wants one thing. <laughs> The world title. <laughs> As they should. Absolutely. As they should. But 
I wish it would go. Uh, there'd be a, one person that'd be a bit different. Like, can you remember back in the day? I think it was the over the edge pay per view that Owen passed. Union. Uh, the uni- union for the ministry, uh, and the, because the union won, Vincent Mann gave them all like one one thing, and they all asked for title matches apart from Test, who says, "Can I bang your daughter?" Well, uh, <laughs> smart lad. We need to get Jerry Lawler in this match. We can't. We need to replace Maven with Jerry Lawler. He'll give us three hours of commercial free divas. Yes. <laughs> Did you notice, I found it weird as fuck, how Fink introduced uh, Evolution's weight separately. Yeah, it's like he saw Batista come. He's like, oh, I'll introduce Batista's weight. Weighing 300 and... And then he saw Triple H. And weighing it at 275. <laughs> <laughs> Respectively. Still, uh, Fink must know that the end is near for old Evolution. So the match itself then, Edge and Benoit, they start exchange, by exchanging rights and lefts. Uh, Chris knocks Edge down and he bails to the floor. Uh, he's back in, but then he bails again and tags in Snitsky and Benoit tags in Orton. We get because... the big man stand face to face. I'm the tall one for the faces. I'm the tall one for the heels. Yeah, Orton's the tall guy here. <laughs> um, Orton chats shit to Snitsky, presumably about killing babies. And then Orton is all over Snitsky and he stops, poses and then carries on stomping him. And then here comes Jericho, and the crowd, they seem very flat. It's like, they want Maven. Yeah, I do. I do as well. Uh, Snitsky, he flies out of the corner and knocks down Jericho, and here comes the game. Uh, Hunter knocks down, and then here comes Orton. Again, the crowd's flat as fuck, where you think these are the two guys, this reason why this match is happening. Yeah, you think these the crowd will be up for this now. These are your two top guys at this time. Yeah, the it's crowd just the crowd, the crowd were just like, nope, we want Maven. Orton, he works over Hunter in the corner with some Austin stomps, uh, uppercut into the ropes, and Orton walks into vintage Allen, knee to the face. Have some of that, could <laughs> Here comes Big Dave, and he drives Orton into the corner. Beating um, him like a bitch. Michael, Randy Orton's pants at this point, we've got a very close-up of RKO written on them. They're extremely jobberific. <laughs> they're, they're as bad as um, reflections earlier on, with just Jindrak on the back of his pants. It's- it's like HBK 2002 Survivor Series. <laughs> Levels of bad. What were they thinking changing it? Batista, he knocks Orton down, then scoops him up for a big power slam that gets a two. Uh, here comes Edge, and he mocks Orton before hitting some shots of his own. It was brilliant, doing a little Randy Orton taunt. It's like he did it quite well. I, did, I thought he did. But I'd love to see a feud with Edge as a heel and Orton's face. I don't think we get one. A hundred percent. Um, Orton fires back with shots but a drop toe hold puts Edge back in control um, standing drop kick and Edge attacks Jericho um, uppercut from Orton he knocks Edge down with a, with a clothesline Benoit though tags in and he goes to town on Team Evolution Switches, baseball slide like takes out Batista and Snitsky suplex onto Hunter Germans to Snitsky, Batista and a trifecta of Germans onto Hunter sends Batista... everyone to Germany <laughs> snap suplex, Edge onto Hunter up top, flying elbow onto both men. I thought that was a fantastic spot. I thought Brilliant this, this match was feeling a bit flat, and this is suddenly the pace has definitely quickened. Just like that switch. Uh, Jericho and Snitsky they brought to the outside. Uh, Benoit applies a sharpshooter onto Hunter. Snitsky with the save though, and the crowd they thought that he was going to tap. Well, it's a sharpshooter at Survivor Series. You know they love to do that. it. They there love to that. do it. Uh, Jericho, he grabs Snitsky again and Jericho applies the crossface to Edge until Batista makes the save. Uh, Hunter, he hits a pedigree onto Benoit. Edge rolls over, makes the cover. One, two, three. Chris Benoit has been eliminated. We are down to four on two. So from semi-soul survival last year to first eliminated this year. <laughs> it's, mate, he's gone, he's done. <laughs> His main event run is over. 
It was an uh, experiment. Jericho is in now with Edge. Uh, we get a shot, cheap shot from Hunter though, and Edge with a net breaker. And then Edge appears to tag both Snitsky and Hunter at the same time uh, as we get bleeping out of Mokri. I made the fucking tag. I made the fucking tag. Get, get the fuck back to the corner. Snitsky then pushes Hunter down uh, and then he Batista's goes head to head right with Batista. There. Jericho, he comes in and he applies the walls uh, to Hunter where Hunter's screaming for help from his teammates. But his teammates are too busy screaming at each other. And then Batista finally realises what's going on and he saves Hunter. And then he goes back to Snitsky, ignoring Orton. <laughs> who takes Dan Batista after Orton he comes flying in and sends Batista into Snitsky uh, Jericho with a bulldog um, but Flair prevents the lion salt right in front of Mike Kyoda who gets the you're out of here and then throws his jacket at that Fred Durst looking motherfucker <laughs> uh, Orton and Jericho they work over Big Dave as Flair tries to get back in the ring uh, Batista powers out though and runs through both of them with a big clothesline uh, Jericho and Batista oh, oh fucking 100% Jericho and Batista now there in the ring, and Batista catches Jericho with a mahoosive spine buster. Felt that uh, one. Batista, he takes off the elbow pad, uh, but Batista with a shot with the title belt. Jericho running in Zaguri gets rid of Batista. The face is cheating. We're down to three on two. Disgu disgusting? <laughs> disgusting tactics from Team Randy Orton there, Michael. Not happy. Faces shouldn't be doing shit like that. You know, Batiste does get some revenge and kills Jericho with another clothesline before he goes backstage. <laughs> I'm surprised, though, that Batiste took the first L on this team. I thought it would have been Edge or Snitsky. Well, probably yeah. not. It definitely Snitsky. would have been Snitsky. <laughs> definitely Snitsky. Um, Snitsky, though, he's back in with a boot onto Jericho. A backdrop chokes Jericho. Edge back in, working over Jericho in the corner. Um, Jericho, he catches Edge and both men are down. Snitsky gets the tag and elbows Jericho. Orton receives a boot for his troubles and Snitsky sends him to the outside. Um, Hunter then begins to... Oh, it's brilliant spot. Hunter and Edge begin to beat on Orton as, as uh, Snitsky and Jericho in the ring. It's like, yeah, well, there's smart. two of you. Take out the other guy. There's smart three thinking. and two. Two on one, one on one. But Jericho, he hits Snitsky with a DDT. He's looking for the tag, but no one's there until... Hobbling down to the ring. But, still selling his injury from nearly three hours ago. But he's still there. He's come to work, bless him. Main event, Maven. The crowd go absolutely fucking insane in my house as main event Maven gets the tag and he goes mild on Snitsky. Hunter and Edge both receive shots. Maven yes. sends Snitsky and Edge to the outside. Bulldog onto Hunter, screams to the crowd and the crowd don't react at all. I was Maven... reacting like, yeah, go on <laughs> Maven. Maven then walks straight into a chair shot from Snitsky who seems to be have cut open on his eye quite badly from main event Maven when he was running mild. Mm, very deep cut there above the eye. If it was a bit about an inch lower, that had been blinding. Absolutely. Uh, Snitsky then goes to town on Jericho and Orton with the chair. Snitsky is pissing blood at this point. Everyone what a chair, chair shot. shot. Like, Maven loves taking direct-to-the-head chair shots. Probably the reason why he didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bosh. Snitsky, he's been um, obviously eliminated for using the chair and Jerry, he's, he can't believe it. What do you mean? And JR's like, didn't you just fucking see what happened then, Jerry? He's just gone wild with a chair. You expect ref to go, nah, you are right, carry on. But it looks like Maven was still involved in the match. Yes, as Hunter crawls over, 
One, two, three. Maven has been eliminated. Fuck it's sake. down to a tag team match. Player, player. Hunter and Edge against Orton and Jericho. But at least Maven got some time in the main event. Maven was in the main event. That's all that fucking matters. Um, Hunter, he rolls Jericho into the ring. Uh, but Jericho kicks out a free pinfall attempt from Edge. And Edge is yeah, getting more the first pissed time. off as each pinfall. You're not doing any extra damage. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho he misses a charge from Edge but walks into a pedigree attempt gets out of that and after a bit of miscommunication uh, it's like just Edge just couldn't get himself into position Edge hits a spear 1-2-3 Jericho has been eliminated we are down to Edge and Hunterst Helmsley versus Randall Keith Orton uh, we have a stare down of like, both the heels looking at Orton and Orton realises fuck there's only me left I've not even got main event Maven anymore I mean, what are the lines though Edge and Alan. Oh, they just look so good together. Yes. They look so good together. Put Edge in evolution right this second. Um, Hunter, he works over Orton and he gives him a slap for his troubles. Um, Orton fights out, but Hunter hits a DDT and that gets him a couple of near falls. Um, Edge back in, more shots on Orton, but Orton starts to rally. Power slam onto Edge, gives Randy a bit of a breather. Edge puts on the brakes as Orton drop kicks him into Hunter and then rolls him up for another close two count. Shots from Orton, and then Hunter flies into the ring, hits a spine buster onto Orton. Again, gets some fucking control of the referee. Like, even Jerry, yeah. uh, JR, he's going wild. Come on, ref, do your fucking job. It's only supposed to be one-on-one in the ring, and I'm thinking, come on, Mike, get a bit of control. There is only two of them. Yeah, one in, one out. Simple, by hard. a ref. Do your job. Do your job. Edge, he goes for a spear, but Orton moves, and he catches Hunter instead. And you can clearly see Edge just say, fuck's sake. <laughs> Orton with an RKO onto Edge. One, two, three. We are down to the two men. The reason why this match started in the first place Hunter versus Orton. And finally, the crowd wake up because they're kind yeah. of thinking, right. Is Orton going to do it? That's what they're thinking. The finish of the match. Orton, he goes for the RKO. Hunter, though, stops him, hits him with a low blow. Hunter, he goes for the pedigree, but Orton with the RKO out of nowhere to get the victory for Team Raw. So next week and for the three weeks after, Maven, Jericho, Orton and Benoit are going to be running Monday night. Putting it down the ring. <laughs> RKO, no. That is a very brutal counter to the RKO. Well, you know, you got to remember, Raw is on the line, JR. Right now, Orton is getting what he deserved. I started to say earlier, he had the world by a string when he was part of Evolution, and then he turned his back on Evolution. This is very personal between Triple H and Randy Orton. Randy Orton really considered the future of Evolution when he was a member there in the game. Orton got tired of listening to Triple H, got tired of bowing down to the, the deity that Triple H thinks he is as the world's heavyweight champion. And now Randy Orton is a pedigree away from losing. Orton's about to bow down right now, JR. Bow to... Maven, get that world title shot you earned. Get that. I, do you know? I wouldn't. I'd be doing clever. I'd be booking myself in for an IC top in first half of row. Then probably after an hour, I'd book me sending for a tag match. If I didn't win, 
first match, I'd book me again to wrestle for IC match, and then I'd wrestle for world title at main event. Definitely going on with something, hundred percent. I'd, I'd book it'd be a no, it'd be a no DQ, but them rules only apply to me. Champ in several non-title matches, and then he's got to run a gauntlet. Triple H has got to run a twenty-man gauntlet, and I'm, then if he gets through that, I'm going to uh, fight him for world title. There's many, many. No, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He's got to fight everybody. Non-titles. Once he gets through it, that's it. So, Michael, what did you make to our main event? How many mavens for me? I. It was the crowd didn't help, but we had main event maven in the main event, so it's getting five out of five mavens. I'm giving it a four. The match weren't out special, but maven in the main event. Maven in the main event. That counter from the pedigree into the RKO was a thing of beauty. Oh, it's very smooth. Very, very smooth. Very smooth. But I, I think the highest... This was the better of the two Survivor Series matches by far. Oh, definitely. I mean, this definitely. one actually had stakes to play. Well, that's it. This had something to play for. And it, it was as much as it was focused around one thing being Orton versus Triple H... It also had so many different plot lines in it. Like you had Edge's plot line in it. You had Snitsky going after Maven at the start. And Everybody stuff, so wants where, the world title in the match. Yeah, where Smack, the SmackDown's match. Yeah, you had plot lines. Yeah, you had Kurt Angle, Big Show and all that. But it, for me, it felt like it was all focused around Carlito and Cena, the return of mm. Cena. And then obviously Carlito fucked off straight away. And this was the bigger match involving the world title as well. Because... Look at SmackDown. JBL, he probably doesn't have to worry about a title match for a while. Triple H, he's got to potentially have a title match for the next three weeks. It's going to be exciting times ahead. On that note, Michael, that has been Survivor Series 2004. As always, I want to know your match of the night, your worst match of the night. And if Survivor Series was a wrestler of the Ruthless Aggression era, who would he be? Match of the night, I'd say main event. For the Agreed. reasons I've just said. Worst match, take Heidereich. Agreed. Superstar, I'd say Billy Kidman, because it's average, but with a little bit of jazz. <laughs> like the main, the stage set was great. The main event was alright. It had, it had women bleeding. That's what the kids are watching today, isn't it? <laughs> I would agree on everything there, uh, apart from if the wrestler, because for me, because it was in the main event, Maven. this will ever will be Maven's show. The only good thing on that about note, the show. Michael, as always, is you want to let everyone know if they don't already where they can find us on all forms of social media. Yeah, please do check out our social media on Facebook and YouTube. It's our full name, Ruthless Aggression Era Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at our era podcast. You can find us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And if you want to support the show and buy us a drink, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash podcast. You can follow our journey of the cerebral assassin himself in the Hunter Games. That is it. And also available now uh, is a, a free, but I've done it free to give you a little taster of some Divas. Uh, Divas South of the Border is available now as a free post. Get yourself over there. It's video. Get yourself over there. Watch along with us as we watch uh, Divas South of the Border. But on that note, until next time, where we will see Maven win the world title on Monday Night Raw. I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until then. Peace out, people. Aggression!